This is episode 460 on the 24th of December 2021 on this beautiful Friday morning. The term augmented reality and virtual reality has been used a lot over the past few years. But most individuals do not understand what is augmented reality or virtual reality but those who grew up watching movies and tv shows like star trek and star wars must have seen that there were moments when the characters who were who were bored used to go to another room input data or tell the computer that i want to go to the year 1945 and meet a certain character and they would be transported to a world without leaving their ship and that's what augmented reality is and that's what the whole concept of metaverse which has been used over the past few years is becoming a virtual world where people can socialize work and play without actually moving away from their house so it means if i want to meet a celebrity though i have no interest in meeting a celebrity because i don't think the term celebrity applies to anyone but me but if i want to meet a celebrity and i cannot meet them because they have their own restrictions you can't go near them security protocols and all the bizarre things that happen i can meet them without actually meeting them which means i can use specialized equipment like the headgear and talk to them play with them socialize with them have fun without actually meeting them so there's no fear of stalking there's no fear of either of the two either the celebrity or the fans being in danger the fans won't go anywhere near the celebrity where they will be in danger of being injured or some untoward incident will happen but i will be or anyone will be able to meet them but that's no fun if i have to meet someone without actually meeting them from my own home or using specialized equipment what's the fun in that there's no fun and it's not this celebrity it's anyone if i have to meet someone but i cannot meet them because of the bizarre restrictions and the imaginary virus that comes around and that has been around and all those things that are coming in So the saying is that I can meet a friend in US without actually going to the US without actually having to spend a single penny on transportation and travel and going through 18 hours of transportation in the plane getting tired getting off the plane going through all the security checks all the imaginary virus checks and all the rules that are needed in this imaginary virus bound world i can meet this person this friend without actually having to leave my place but there is no fun in that it's nothing more than a poverty of imagination and a popularization of ideas because if i cannot meet someone if there is no real tangible interaction i cannot talk to them i am talking to them but i'm not talking to them as if video calls weren't enough to 
substantiate for the lack of people meeting people because of obvious reasons and the reasons I think are real stupid but that's the way things are and let me tell you no matter what happens face-to-face interaction is not going away no matter how much organizations and administrations try to create the fear of face-to-face interactions and things like that and the interesting thing is I was watching the Champions Trophy match after the match ended when the player of the match was announced and he was called on to the stage and and post-match the sports athletes whether cricket, hockey, football, whatever required to wear masks after they are done with their regular plays. After they have finished their match they are supposed to wear masks for whatever reasons. How are they wearing a mask after they have done playing? And what's the logic? I don't know, but they have to wear it because that's the rule. That's the protocol. And that's how things are. But when this player was called on to the podium to be given the player of the match award or the player of the tournament award, the player had to actually remove his mask and get the photo clicked because after 10 years, if he looks at this photo, he'll know that it was me in the mask. It could be anybody. So... Augmented reality is like wearing a mask. It's not real. The real expressions are not there. We think that we have overcome a lot of things because we don't have to travel. Well, that's just being careful with money or as the word goes, miser. If I have to meet someone, I will meet them if possible. If I can't meet them, I will not use this metaverse or this augmented reality alternative to meet them because it's not fun it's a temporary solution but it's not tangible and then it's not it's not going to happen it's not just there you don't feel it and if human beings can't feel who else will feel we already know machines don't have feelings or we are trying to presume that artificial intelligence that's coming through machines will start feeling let me tell you machines will never feel that is only restricted to movies because real people play the role of robots as we have seen in movies like Terminator and Star Trek and multiple movies and that's just good acting that's not going to happen in the real world we are trying that but it's not going to happen and then when it comes to artificial intelligence internet technology or cloud computing it will always be flawed. We presume that once we shift to ideas like AR, VR or cloud computing will solve all problems. It may solve all problems. It will. But we have to understand that human beings are managing such things. And if human beings are flawed, so will so will technology be flawed, which means glitches, buffering and slow internet. It's fine. If your internet is slow, don't panic. Just restart the video. If there's buffering, it's fine. It happens. Nowhere in the world will you find a situation where videos don't buffer, internet connections don't go down. Mobile connections are 
unavailable in certain parts. They will always be unavailable in basements or inside caves where it's not possible for technology to penetrate or for the radio frequency to penetrate through thick walls. So if your video buffers, if you're watching a video or you're on a video call and your internet stutters or your video freezes, it's fine. Log in and log out again. It's not the end of the world. Yes, the other side may judge you with prejudice that how can in the year 2021 your internet connection be slow, your video is buffering because not everyone uses broadband. Most individuals, 60% individuals may use broadband and of course we think that when more people using technology means a country or a world is progressing, that's not Use of mobile phones has nothing to do with education and progressing. If I'm using, I'm because the irony is that on one hand we tell people to use mobile phone to do all kind of interactions and things using mobile financial transaction. On the other hand, advisory comes from various departments that be careful, don't give away your information. Read through all the non-existent rules which are in small letters. On one hand, you see mobile gaming happening. On the other hand, we say that mobile gaming is harmful for children. So look at the paradox of the situation. I have found a solution. I do not engage in mobile games. I do not play those games where I have to create teams where, where there's financial risk involved though I don't care about that because I don't play those fantasy games where I have to make teams and I have to depend on the fact that only will I win if certain if the team matches the actual team on the ground I don't risk myself I don't need a fantasy game to prove that what team will be selected for what sport I don't need that I don't think that Playing mobile gaming is the solution or playing video games. Video game is fine as long as it's analog, which means if I'm playing a video game and it's not connected to the internet and it's a non-internet video game, it's fine. I don't need to connect to the internet. I don't think a multiplayer game helps because then the fear is created by external factors that your internet may be hacked or something wrong will happen. Hacking will always happen. Hacking is not going away. But then comes the question of technology contributing to climate change. Yes, it is. The more you use your electronic devices, the more you have to use electricity, whether it's coal, hydro or solar energy or whatever form of electricity, the more you use that electricity has to be used. So yes, computers and electronic devices need electricity means there will be carbon footprint. Let's not limit carbon footprint to just vehicular pollution because there will always be pollution emanating from your electronic devices, what we call radiation pollution. So more I use my computer or my phone, there will be some sort of radiation. It will, the more, the bigger the computer, the 
the more the electricity consumed. So yes, electronic devices will always contribute to carbon footprint or climate change or whatever you may want to call it. And then when there is 24-7 use of computers, there is expectation of 24-7 supply of electricity, which means whether it's coal or hydro or any other form, electronic electric companies have to supply electricity. There cannot be even one moment of glitch, though a second of glitch is fine. If there's a power cut of 10 seconds, it's not the end of the world, but we are such archaic individuals that even 10 seconds of power cut affects us. Though I don't think it's the end of the world. So in short, I'm not really a fan of virtual reality. If I have to meet someone, I'll meet them face to face. And if and if I have to meet someone I don't think is worth meeting like a celebrity, I don't think I'm going to waste my time meeting someone whom we have this toxic attraction to. So yes, for me, augmented reality, you may think it's the future, but it's not really the future where I'm at home and yet I feel I'm transported somewhere because it's not real. It's hyperbole and I don't think that's fun. If I have to go somewhere, I'll go somewhere. If I have a chance to travel, I will travel. Bearing all the imaginary things that are happening, all the restrictions that are around the world, that's part and parcel of the game. But I'm not going to be afraid of such restrictions. And I don't think that's going to prevent me from not doing things that I should be doing. So yes, who's afraid of AI? Not me. When the chance comes, I will shut my broadband if needed. And then face to face is not going anywhere 20 years from now, 30 years from now, a million years from now, face to face interactions are not going anywhere. And in movies where they do talk about the pros and the cons of augmented reality. But let me tell you, first of all, human beings play robots. Human beings will always be flawed, which means anything created by them most Often, tech computers will always be flawed. There will always be glitches because human beings themselves are glitched. Full of glitches. No one is glitch-free. No one is flawless. Nothing is flawless. No technology, no human being, no augmented reality is flawless. And when it comes to internet, okay, internet is there, but let's not get carried away by it because internet has been there for 30 years. There's nothing special about mobile technology penetrating. As I said, I don't watch videos on mobile phones. I don't think I'm going to make my eyes suffer by watching it on such a small screen. For me, mobile will always remain for text and calls and that's it. Yes, one can share photos and videos because people are lazy and don't want to check their emails. That's a different story. But augmented reality, a virtual world where people can socialize, work and play. Well, it's a hyperbole. It doesn't impress me. For me, it's nothing more than 
a poverty of imagination. But for now, let's take a real break. on to something that is real that is the champions trophy match well one can say how fun would it have been had i been able to watch this match in a way where i would be in my home but i would be able to feel the players i would be one of the players performing why do i need to do that the players are supposed to do their job i'm watching it from my television that's good enough if i can't go to the stadium i can't go to the stadium but I enjoyed the match. It was a classic match. But one sport has always had precedence over the other. And that will always remain true. So India beats Pakistan 4-3 and gets another bronze medal. The obsession with certain medal continues. Had this been the other sport, the whole world would have lighted up. But I saw the match, I've seen the matches in both the sports and I think this match was a bigger classic than the matches of the 60s, 70s, 80s. I don't want to get into specific players but I think the current lot of players and in the past 5-6 years the players who have come are more talented than the ones we are obsessed with. That is one of the 50s, 60s. With due respect to Dhyanchand, he played in the era where there were no rules, no restrictions on how you could score a goal. You could score a goal from your goal to the other goal with one shot. You could score from outside the D. Penalty corners maybe existed, but there were but there were no replays, and it was let's say easy. Yes, people played on natural turf. Here, everyone played on artificial turf. I don't think that makes a difference. Because the ball travels smoothly on an artificial turf and there's nothing wrong. There is no modern hockey and there is no modern or ancient hockey. But the current lot, they are talented and a 4-3 win may not look so palpable today but it will as time goes on. If this match was full of excitement, what about the match between Korea and Japan? At one point, Korea were trailing 1-3 in the final 20 minutes. And then from nowhere, in the last 5 seconds, they managed to equalize it. And that's what makes this sport so interesting. Only football or basketball can get you as excited because of the nature of the sport. No other sport will ever get you this excited. And then it went to shootouts which meant that the goalkeepers were going to play an important role and Korea went to win it 4-2 with a 4-2 margin after 3-all in the full time. So a match, all the four teams, anyone could have won the championship because they were the only four teams 
capable of winning because Bangladesh was a new team to the tournament. They were still in the rookie stage. Malaysia was never part of the tournament, which left four teams. All four deserved to win. It could have easily been India-Pakistan in the final or India-Korea or whatever. But that wasn't the case. Yes, we didn't go to the final. We didn't get the gold medal and the wait for the elusive gold medal and winning a championship in hockey continues. But I don't think I'm alarmed by that. I enjoyed both the matches and would have I enjoyed these matches in the augmented reality, virtual reality, metaverse reality? No. I don't need a specialized equipment to see the match. And it's fine. I'm watching as far as the way. If I can't go to the stadium, I'll watch it on TV. And people have been watching on TV for a long time. So there's nothing wrong in watching on TV. Watching on TV isn't a new thing. I don't want to be transported where I cannot play a role. What's the point of being a player where you cannot do anything? If I won't do that, I'll buy a hockey video game and play that. Yes, video games don't give the reflection of an actual game. But the players are supposed to do what they are supposed to do. So virtual reality doesn't work. And if I have to interact with these hockey players, I'll wait. So I'm not so pumped up that if I don't interact, it's the end of the world. I'm not a fanatic like that. If I don't interact with celebrities, I don't need to. And if I need to meet someone and it's possible that I can meet that someone and I will meet them face to face no matter what happens. But if I cannot meet them, then I'll talk to them in a normal way. Uh, pedantic manner of text messages or at best video calls but virtual reality doesn't work for me because it's not real and there's no use if I'm at home and I'm transported somewhere else what's the fun if I cannot if there cannot be no tactile touch to what is happening then I have no interest in things and that's the way it is. We presume that virtual reality will take over. It may take over. Let's see what happens. And of course, we may see this as a disruptive technology. It won't be disruptive because Star Trek and Star Wars and many other TV shows in the 60s already gave the idea of technologies which we think are novel. Nobody would have taken the transporter as a real thing. Nobody would have believed it. The transporter may be a real thing that could happen. I would love that. Transporter would not be a bad thing. Without actually being transported or your body being reduced to molecules. Whatever the technology is that works. But that's the way it is. As I said, face to face is not going away. And when it comes to virtual reality and meeting celebrities, these two things don't work for me. No interest. Because celebrities come and go. Today someone else. Tomorrow someone else. No need to put anyone on a pedestal.
So this ends episode number 460 on the 24th of December 2021 and stay tuned for the next episode. For more awesome content, tune into the next episode of the weekly show. And I will be back with episode number 461 on the 27th of December 2021. So stay tuned and while you wait for the next episode, what should you do? You should take a short break. While you wait for the next episode, which will be coming to you on Monday and you have two days and you would be forced to stay at home because of ridiculous reasons and cannot enjoy yourself. Well, you can enjoy yourself by putting these books in your must read books column. Take a good look and put these books in your must read books column and enjoy the seven days remaining for the year and also into the new year. If you cannot go out, purchase these books and put it in your must read books column.